powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Game Over Live, uh, Game Over Winnipeg. Uh, I'm your host, Brady. I'll be with you here today. Of course, I've got on a fantastic guest here today. I've got Jackson from uh, Jets Hub on uh, YouTube. Jackson, why don't you say hello to the old, the old audience here? Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jackson does a, a lot of... Um, he does a lot of post-game stuff uh, in regards to the Jets on his YouTube channel. Does a lot of uh, kind of video essay style stuff. One of my favorites is uh, the team, uh, what was it called? The team that never won? Or I can't, what was it called again? The one about the 2017-18. Oh, yeah, the, the best to never do it. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah, that was a great video. Um, anyways, we're going to be uh, delving into the uh, the Jets game today. Um, obviously we lost uh three nothing in a in a pretty tough game against the uh penguins. Uh so we're gonna be chatting about the goalie duel that was. Uh talk a little bit about special teams play from the Jets. Uh and then obviously we'll get into the lineup decisions as well as the uh unfortunate injury update we got from Nikolai Ehlers. Um but before all that, wanna bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football continues, basketball is back, and the hockey season is well underway. Bet pregame, live or in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all the sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. All righty. We can jump right into the show um yeah honestly not a not a lot to talk about uh from that game if it was pretty pretty much a a snoozer most of the way through uh i guess the biggest thing we could chat on is the uh the goalie duel that we had between tristan jari and uh connor hellebuck uh jackson just give me a quick take on the game what did you see out there from uh, both tendies yeah you know uh tristan jari he started the year four and oh and uh Ever since then, I believe they had him up on the thing. It was like one, six, and two, like something around there. So he's he's been struggling, and uh, I thought he looked really good today. Uh, his rebounds uh, were a little bit suspect. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, I don't think uh, the Jets had the greatest quality chances on net uh, as they would have liked to. Uh, and then on the other end, uh, I think Hellebuck played a you know pretty solid game aside from uh, the turnover there with two minutes <laughs> left <laughs> trying to get to the bench. Uh, turning that one over, but uh, I thought he played fine. And, you know, uh, I think the Jets maybe uh, got away with uh, a little bit of too many two-on-one opportunities yeah. for Pittsburgh. But, uh, you know, can't he can't stop them all every night. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Jets just got to be better there. Yeah, I, I agree. And honestly, like when, with that that uh, that turnover goal for the, the second goal, like that's one where I, you like, you go, well, that kind of is the game. But at the same time, you know, when a goalie is trying to, you know, come out and, and like, you know, had he like left the net three seconds earlier, he wouldn't have even had the opportunity to try and play that puck. But uh, as as Steve Dangle frequently says, uh, if you're a goalie, tend the goal. Uh, and Hellebuck is no stranger to getting caught uh, outside of his crease. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, looking at that game, like I thought that, you know, I don't, I didn't think that the jets made it incredibly difficult on Tristan Jari. Uh, but at the same time, you know, Tristan Jari still had a, a, a really good game. He had, he made some really timely saves. Um, you know, I, I, I think we could kind of get into what, what I found is that the jets really couldn't create much, 
uh, at all today. Like it, it seemed like almost every single time that they were creating any chances, it was coming from, uh, you know, near the blue line, uh, the defense were getting, you know, shots on net. And then luck, you know, every now and then you get a bit of, uh, chaos in front and, you know, you try and get uh, a tap in, you know, a greasy goal. But, uh, other than that, it didn't seem like the jets were able to really make any of those, you know, nice feeds into the middle to try and get, um, you know, uh, a high quality chance. And uh, I think that that's one of the things that, you know, Rick bonus really needs to uh, tee in on and make sure that, you know, the jets can figure that out because at the end of the day, you know, you, you can get away with scoring as many goals, uh, you know, from the outside, from the perimeter is getting lucky bounces and this and that, but that's not a, a long-term uh, key for success in my opinion. Um, so that's one thing I personally would like to see the jets uh, tighten up on. Um other than that, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Was there any any players uh, out there today that you wanted to highlight? You thought had a good game. Maybe some you thought had a, not as good of a game. I have a couple guys on my list who uh, I, I definitely want to mention, but I'll, I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, I mean, first first of all, the guy that I want to talk about, the guy that impressed me the most was definitely Cole Perfetti. Uh, yeah. I think he had his best game in uh, quite a while. He was definitely visible, uh, making really nice plays uh, both ends of the ice there. Uh, he had a couple really nice scoring opportunities. I think he uh, could have had a goal if he didn't fan on it uh, at yeah. the end of the third there. Um, but no, he was all over the place, and uh, that's really encouraging to see because he has been uh, a little bit quiet the last couple uh, so I was I was happy to see uh, him bounce back there. I thought Dubois had a really no had another really strong game, just uh, being a bit of a bowling ball, and uh, just I don't know drawing penalties. He drew drew two today. He now leads the league in uh, drawn penalties. So that's uh, again good to see. And uh, yeah, I'll throw it to you uh, for who you thought needed some work today. Needs some work. Uh, uh, I think. <laughs> oh, so here's the thing. So I I was looking at the game, and there's one player who I thought had not his best game, and you know we've given him praise throughout the season. I thought Sam Gagne had a pretty rough game today. I found that uh, from the get go, there was a lot of times where you know he was getting passes, um, you know, in the offensive zone that were kind of just bouncing right off his stick. He did, it just didn't seem like he could really keep the the puck on his stick today. And then the thing that really like hammered at home that I needed to, you know, give him a, a, a bit of a bit of a talking to on here was um, on on the, the first goal. Like I if you watch him on that first goal, he so easily could have um, been right up in behind uh, Malkin on, on the kind of give and go that the Penguins had. He just kind of stopped skating as soon as he kind of passed the red line and just kind of glided, had a bit of a controller disconnected moment. And that was really, really tough in, in a game that was so intense and so tight, you know, no one, no goals at the point, at this point, it's going to the third period. Uh, you'd hope a guy who's playing on your top line would, would be a little bit more engaged and, um, you know, making sure that to try and stop as much as he can from, you know, going on your own goal. But, um, you know, I thought he had a rough game. I thought Wheeler played all right. Um, oh, mm -hmm. the other the other guys who I would say maybe, uh, you know, I think they picked it picked it up in the in the end. But I found that Morrissey and uh, and Pionk, just that pairing had a, a mm -hmm. lot of turnovers early on in the game that were uh, pretty rough. And then, geez, I'm just kind of going lightning around here. I thought the third line. <laughs> Uh, actually, this is actually a decent topic. Um, the th the Rick Bonus chose uh, the third line, the Meta line, and Lowry, uh, Axel Janssen, Fialbi line to be um, 
you know, saddled with with trying to wrangle Crosby and his line, um, to mm-hmm. which I found they got absolutely caved in all game. Like it, it um, what, what's what's your opinion on sa- like saddling a third line as your shutdown line to try and shut down one of the best in the game? Um, and, you know, just the fact that it didn't really go well. Uh, do you lean on the side more of like, you know, at least you got away with your third line, uh, you know, doing okay uh, decently against this great line or do you look at it and go you know maybe you'd hope that one of your top lines could take on that defensive responsibility yeah you know for sure um the, the third line it's it's interesting right because it's uh, been a little bit of a revolving door so far this year uh with guys getting hurt uh i believe the line started the year with baron uh on the wing with uh, lowry and then appleton on the right there and now obviously mason appleton heard morgan baron's been out for quite a while now and, uh, you know, as, as good as Sacramento Linen and uh, Johnson Fajalbi have, have been uh, this season thus far, I, you know, you, you, you probably don't, in my opinion, probably don't want them playing up against Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel um, every night, uh, or not every night, but uh, just, just that level of competition. In my, in my opinion, I, like, I, I think Lowry holds his own and I think that's fine. Um, but uh, you, you would like to see, uh, in my opinion, more of uh, maybe Pierre Luc Dubois sticking to Crosby and stuff like that. He showed uh, he was playing pretty good defensively tonight, and I thought maybe you know from maybe the top two lines there would have been uh, a little bit more effective because uh, the third line uh, definitely was struggling. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you that you know on on a good team you would hope that you know one of your top two lines can take on that responsibility. And sure, you know I I do see the merit in trying to free up. Um, you know, your, your top lines to go against, you know, the, the second and third lines of the other team. But at the same time, it's just kind of almost like you're, you're almost, uh, what's the word? Like offering the, the, mm-hmm. the other team's first line, uh, a good matchup, you know? And so that's one of the things where I, you know, I, I would, I, I agree with you. I think that PLD, PLD's line is the line that should be going up against that, uh, against you know, the top line on the other team, uh, at least PLD as the centerman. I, I don't know about it in its current construction, how they would do yeah. uh, against a, a top line. But um, but yeah, I, I'm really glad that you mentioned Cole Perfetti earlier. I thought he had a fantastic game. Um, it's nice to see him shooting the puck again. Uh, you know, he seems to be one of those guys that when things aren't going as well, he defers to trying to get it to other people, which you know, works out sometimes, but uh, a lot of times you hope he would uh, actually take his opportunities and, you know, shoot the puck a bit more because he does have a pretty good shot. Um, But yeah, uh, I think from here, though, we can kind of move on to the power play uh, as well as the PK. Uh, First off, I think I don't think we really need to speak too, too much on the PK unless you have anything you want to speak on on it. Uh, Specifically, I thought they had a pretty decent game, but, you know, what the Jets have only one one penalty, two penalties. I can't remember. Two penalties. It was yeah, PLD two, and yeah. uh, Manalainen, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, as far as the power play goes, uh, what was your your take on their game today? Uh, I I don't know. They they looked a little quicker today, but uh, the the one thing that I've I've noticed they've been doing a lot is when they when they're looking for a pass, like when Shifley was uh, down down by the corner there, and he was j- just taking too long to make a read, and you know when you have a pretty good disciplined team like. Uh, 
the Pittsburgh Penguins are just really sound. Uh, immediately, as soon as we stopped, guy took his uh, took the puck off the stick, whooped down the ice, and you know the Jets had a little bit of trouble getting it back in. But uh, when they do get it all set up and they are moving really quick, uh, like they were for the most part tonight, I think they've been. Uh, I think they were pretty effective. They did have a few decent uh, chances there, uh, but in the future, yeah, I would just like to have uh, have it just going a little bit quicker, a little bit quicker. Yeah, for sure. I um my my view on the power play is I I thought they had a a decent game. Uh, the first power play that they had uh was was brutal though. That that one it, it yeah, seemed like they tough. couldn't they couldn't get anything going. Luckily, the second power play unit came on and actually uh you know provided a bit of offense but again nothing worthwhile of course in this uh three nothing game um but then yeah the second time that they came out there it seemed like they had a little bit more a little bit more pep in their step the only thing i would say is uh i wasn't a huge fan of of some of the shot selection they took um you know there are times where you're sitting there going geez i really really want you know al connor to to just rip this shot and then he tries to make a, a fancy little pass into the middle which you know when those work out absolutely but you got to go with uh you know the the more likely uh thing because because regardless even if you get that shot on net you can still get rebounds from it you can still get opportunities in in down low um and then you know josh morrissey as much as he's having a great season i thought you know on the power play today he seemed pretty pretty lackluster i mean he didn't he had some some you know some passes that were kind of flubby he had the one time where uh, there was a lot of chaos going on and then the puck came up top to him and uh, you've got Shifley waiting there, like stick up in the air, ready yeah. for a one-timer. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a, a shot through not too much traffic and Jari, of course, being a good goalie, just smothers that. Um, so yeah, like I, I think there is a lot of improvement that could uh, could happen on the power play, but you know, it is what it is. It's one game uh it's it's more of a season-long thing that we've been kind of harping on the power play it still seems a little bit stale mm-hmm. um other than that uh i guess we can we can chat quickly on uh on nick ehlers uh injury um uh, yeah. and just kind of the ramifications from that uh so obviously uh announced i believe it was earlier this morning um uh Jeez. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers will be out longer as he's getting surgery for a uh, sports hernia, um, which is a really tough blow to the uh, to a Jets team that has been sitting there going, maybe next game, maybe next game, maybe next game. Um, at a point like this, where you know you're sitting on multiple injuries in the in the on the forward side of things, you've got Mason, Mason Appleton out, you've got Morgan Barrett out, you've got Nikolai Ehlers out, all these guys who are out, um, you know. I'm just going to put you in Chevy's position right now. Uh, are you just trying to, you know, grit your teeth, tough it out and and keep going with what you got? Are you calling someone up from the moose? Are you, you know, trying to orchestrate a trade? And if so, uh, are there any guys you're targeting? Yeah, well, you know, if I was Chevy, I think I'd be sniffing around. And I, I do believe that he is uh, looking around for a trade candidate uh, to fill in uh, maybe a top nine right wing spot right now. Um Obviously, with Ehlers going down, Appleton going down, the right side is pretty thin at the moment. Um, if I were Chevy, I would be looking into it a little bit more aggressively in about a game or two. We'll see how the Jets uh, do against Carolina and uh, their next couple of games there. But I I definitely think that uh, they should be looking for maybe a little bit more of a quicker player, a guy that can uh, bring some speed to the lineup with, uh, obviously, Nikolai Ehlers, the fastest uh, Jet on the team right now. 
Um, with with him out, this team really doesn't have a ton of speed. Like jo- uh, Johnson, Fajalbi is fast, and we know Shifley and Connor are good skaters too. But outside of those guys, we don't really have a ton of speed, um, re- really at all in the forward core. A, a guy that I would be interested in uh, if I was Kevin Sheveldayev is Connor Garland. He's a guy that's been, um, you know, on the trade block presumably for maybe about a year now. I'm sure teams have been calling about him with Vancouver struggling out of the gate this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's one target that I think uh, would be a really good fit uh, in the Jets. And he could probably fit on that top line pretty well with uh, Mark Shifley and Kyle Connor to fill the gap. Absolutely. That's honestly, you went exactly where I was thinking. And uh, I'm glad you said it. Connor Garland is, is kind of almost exactly the type of player that the Jets kind of need right now. And even regardless of, uh, of Nikolai Ehlers' injury, like he's a, t- a guy who should be fitting into, you know, who could easily fit into the top nine with Ehlers still um, being, you know, if, if Ehlers were to come back from injury, like imagine a, uh, you know, a top nine where you've, you're able to push down Blake Wheeler to be on a third line with Adam Lowry and, Morgan Barron or whoever for sure um and you know I I think both me and uh and Liss the other uh the other person I got on this show with me uh are always big proponents of um of having you know the two guys uh on a line with just kind of a third complimentary player and I think that Connor Garland is almost exactly um the the perfect kind of third third guy on a line where he you know he's going to go into the corners he's going to be tough on the pucks he's going to be uh, you know, winning board battles and then getting the pucks to the guys who actually can uh, make hay with it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, uh, I think that regardless of the injury, the Jets should be, you know, sniffing around four trades um, because, again, the the whole log jam on the back end has been kind of a little bit ridiculous at this point. Um, and it's it's crazy to be like, it, it's nice to see that, uh, it's it's unfortunate to be like, it's nice to see what the Jets can do with Dylan DeMello out of the lineup. It's unfortunate to be like, oh, you know, let's see what all these guys who have just been kind of floating around the roster can do. And uh, I thought that um, that uh, Dylan Sandberg had another really good game today. Uh, I would say not as not as flashy uh, good as, as the previous game against um, the Ducks, but I thought that he had uh, a lot of good puck touches and a lot of good um breaking out um and of course we have another game where where Billy Hinola uh is sitting in the press box um do you see the jets playing him at any point in the next stretch of games well if we're going off past experience here i'd say probably not uh however you saw you know the power play kind of struggle a little bit with uh breakouts and uh puck movement in uh in the ozone i think that it's uh it would be beneficial to the jets if they were to bring in a guy um uh, like Philly into the lineup maybe you know he'd take out kyle capobianco who i think's played all right uh but again i i don't think it's anything that he's showing that you absolutely have to keep him in the lineup um i would i would like to see a little bit of a trial run with Philly. um uh and maybe smooth things out maybe calm his agent down a little bit and uh, who knows? Maybe it could work out. Maybe Vili could uh, be really good this season, and uh, maybe he'll stick. Who knows? Yeah, it's uh, it's very funny to see the you know his agent coming out and and not even being like Vili deserves a spot, but he does, but just being like he deserves uh, a trial run to just show that what he can do. And it's a little insane to me the um, the fact that Bonus you know has 
previously said to him and been like, you're, he's an NHL defenseman. He just needs to, you know, round out his game. And yet uh, they're doing the same type of thing where uh, they're just going to leave him in the press box for a couple games. He'll get a little rusty. And then uh, by the time they actually put him into the lineup, it's a little bit rough and tough to, uh, to get your legs back under you when you haven't played a game in, in a while now. But, uh, but I digress. Um, yeah. Did you have any no- other notes on the game? Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm blanking out here. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, re- really, t- you know, tough game to talk about. There really wasn't a ton of, uh, fun stuff going on, mm-hmm. uh, really at all. I think, the, you know, the best chances the Jets really had were almost cre- like most of them created by Tristan Jari, just not being able to smother the puck. There was, uh, one in the first period there where it just kind of stuck in, uh, behind his skate there and the Jets weren't able to get on it. And uh, there was one, I believe, uh, near the end of the second, and he just kind of juggled that one. But uh, yeah, not not a ton of fun in this one, uh, really. You, for sure. Yeah, you cut out right at the end there. What was the last thing you said? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. You're yeah, good. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying not not a lot of fun stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll just throw it to you if you have anything. Left. Yeah, I, I I just I did want to touch on uh, I initially, you know, I, I thought that I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about PLD because I feel like he's, uh, you know, coming from the off season uh, that, you know, everyone kind of turned on him just do based on, you know, the things that came out in the media with him and uh, his agent and stuff like that. Um, I thought that since the start of the season, he's been uh, he's really shown that he's still here to play. Um, And I think today's game was was uh, a really good uh, point. Uh, I was pretty upset with him when he took his first penalty because that's just PLD being PLD and being uh, a bit of a dumbass. But at the same time, maybe it's a it's a bit of the metagame where, um, you know, later on in the game, the other team's a little more pissed off at you and he draws a lot of penalties. Um, and of course him drawing two penalties today was, uh, fantastic, but, uh, it would have been nice to see him get on the score sheet. Um, but unfortunately that's just not how anything will go with the jets today. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think, uh, I think we're kind of winding down here. It was, uh, unfortunately a pretty short episode just because again, not a ton to speak on, uh, on that, uh, on that game that not a lot really happened. And, um, you know, it's a three nothing game that really was a one nothing game. Um, so uh, just to finish off here again, everyone, please here uh, go check out Jackson's YouTube channel, uh, Jets Hub uh, on YouTube. And then also give him a follow on Twitter, uh, Jets Hub YT. Uh, he's a great follow, makes some great videos on uh, on YouTube. Please go check him out. He's a fantastic guy. Um, other than that, I guess we're going to sign off here, uh, you know, Make sure to share this, uh, share the the stream with some friends. Uh, let them know we're going live next time. Um, give us a like on YouTube. Um, yeah, fantastic. Thank you all for for joining in. Have yourselves a wonderful evening. Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.